What's going on, everybody? My name is AC, and today we got a videographer, soon-to-be legend, man. This guy is all over the place, man, multi-languages, you know what I'm saying, and going crazy. We got Jack Nine Films in the building. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? What's good? Oh, shit, I get the hand clap. I get the hand clap. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? What's good with you? I'm good here working, you know what I mean? Um, coincidentally, man, I, I know I hit you up the other day, and uh, mm -hmm. You, you know, you was actually the inspiration to me starting those, uh, what I call many inspirational clips on Instagram. I was like, yo, that's pretty dope. I was like, I don't know if I have time for a whole podcast kind of thing, but I really like the whole mini thing. Right. So, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, none. It looks really good. And I, let's just let's just start with that then. So you came to this. We're going to we're going to reverse it after this and go back to where we started. OK. So, so you, you came to this point in your career where you're at the point where you can give knowledge to people comfortably and yeah. it's valid information. Um, what brought you to this point where you feel like, like you don't have to give the game, but you do. What, what brought you to that point? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, you can't just be taken from the universe. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been blessed to do what I love for a living. There ain't too many people on this planet that could say that. Right. And, I just think that it would be very selfish of me if I didn't drop jewels to people, if I couldn't, you know, you know, giving, giving doesn't have to be monetary. Mm. You know, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to be able to give to charity. All that's beautiful. But sometimes, you know, dropping knowledge can make a mil next millionaire instead of giving money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But more importantly than that, than money, because, you know, it's, it's really about this not being selfish, man. Like people tend to be scared. Oh, yo, I ain't giving away my jewels because of the insecurities that they may have. They'd be thinking, oh, I, I actually get a lot of uh, a lot of flack for it. I've gotten a couple really? inboxes. Yeah, man, I've got a couple inboxes, little WhatsApps here and there. Yo, don't be giving away too much because, <laughs> you know, you could you could jack up the business, this and that. And my answer to them is. uh you do realize that number one, I'm the living example of learning everything on the internet. Right, exactly. <laughs> number two, everything is on the internet. If you really uh -huh. want to know something, if you really want to be knowledgeable about something and learn anything, I learned how to change oil on a fucking you know right. YouTube. You know what I'm saying? There's no secret to it. There's no, there's no secret. So I just you know people can just insecure. I'm not insecure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have I don't walk around with these insecurities. Um. You know, other directors be like, oh, um, but I'm saying, though, it's competition. Like, There's no competition. Like, you guys are so worried. There's enough money for, especially now in the time that we're living in. Oh. We're living at, at, at the most powerful time for independent artists, creators, people like yourself, where mm -hmm. we don't got to, like, remember when we were like, oh, I want to be on the radio. Right. Oh, I want to do this. <laughs> the radio. Oh, I want to do we are. Right. Like you got a microphone in front of you and you right. feeding people. You know what I'm saying? Not only yeah. that, are you 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 dropping jewels? You know, I see that you and you know, um, not only do you interview, but you also critique, but you do it in a way where it's not disrespectful. Right. You know what I mean? And so that that's the main thing on my end too. Like I want to critique people, but oh, you whack. Nah, I'm not trying to tell you that you whack. This is what you need to do to improve yourself. Okay. Now. If you don't take my advice and you don't improve yourself, I right, there's gonna be a point that you whack. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, because now you're yeah. getting the information and you're still doing it. You're, yeah. That's just you're just whack. It's just who you are. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can't help you after that. I mean, I could try to get you out of the whackness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but um, but yeah, no, but but like I said, man, I, you can't be taking away from this universe, even if it's what you're taking is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And without passing along, man, it's called planting seeds, man. Right. You got to plant seeds in this world. So um, for the last 12 years, I can't believe it's going to be 12 years in October that I've been doing this. Wow. But yeah, I, I I really wholeheartedly believe in planting those seeds. And I love that, man. Like Like you said, you can't just keep taking from the universe. You have to give back. And that just, when you give back, it comes right back to you again. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, I, I get a lot, be honest with you. I, I take a lot of interns, you know, mm-hmm. people be hitting me up all the time. They'll DM me, they'll find my, you know, my number is public. I don't hide my yeah. number. I have the same number for the last 24 years. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, literally that phone number is in 24 years. So I don't hide my number from nobody. I want everybody to, you know, I want to be approachable and, you know, people get to know me, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I take a lot of interns. You're like, oh, can I intern with you for a video? Yeah, sure. Come on. You know, no uh, problem. Yeah. And a lot of people you are know? scared. To, like you said, people, people say that, um, oh, well, then there's going to be a competition. I feel like if you know, like you said, insecure, if you're secure about what you're doing and you know, okay, you can't do it how I do it anyway. So I'll give it to you and you do it your own way. Then it's like, everybody can. But, 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 but isn't that what, life is about like it's taking something from before mm-hmm. and making it in your own how many car companies there are there how many you know you got coke you got pepsi you got this you got that you right. know you got so many companies you got how many you know you got speakers behind you how many speaker companies there are you know what i mean com- um, you could they could look at it as competition but little really in reality is it's helping each other benefit off you're giving someone choices at this point so let's let's get into this then. So you said twelve years. So two thousand nine, Jack Nine. Yeah. How did it? How did it all start? Were you always into photography, videography? No, actually, uh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Like I, I had no interest. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I had no interest. Um, I had a camera laying on the floor, all dusty. I had lost my job at Wells Fargo. I used to work for the bank. Wow. And yeah, this is back in January 2009. Coincidentally, during the last economic crisis, I don't know oh, if people yeah. want to call what happened. I don't know if people want to call what's happening now economic crisis. I mean, yeah, we did go through a crisis. Um, it did affect people it economically, affect exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a little bit worse back then. At least I thought. I think so. My personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, so. I was just kind of laying around and, you know, uh, my business partner now, um, Carlos, he came to the house with, uh, further. I don't know if you heard of further. Yep. I see. Um, yeah. So he was a teenager at the time and he's like, Hey man, let's do a music video. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, li- like literally that's how it happened. And, you know, kind of forced my hand to do this video. We did this shitty ass video, but you know, people around the Lehigh Valley, they they gravitated to it. They were like, hey, man, how much? I'm like, hello, y'all pay me for this? I mean, let me reevaluate this whole thing. <laughs> um, so what I did was I I, uh, I checked to see how much unemployment I had left. Because at that time, I was collecting. 
See, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll keep it 100. I'll tell people, yeah, hey, I was collecting when I first started, you know? Yep. And that's good but, for everybody to hear, though. Yeah, so I, I, what I did was I went online. I calculated how much unemployment I would have left. So if I, you know, added up how much I would have left plus whatever I could, you know, gain doing a couple videos here and there, I could buy better equipment. You know what I mean? Um, and, and and that's what I did. And and I had a friend in uh, Allentown as well help me out get my first DSLR camera because before I had an older camera, but my first DSLR camera was by the name of Philip Banks. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um, very good friend of mine. Um, he's, uh, he, you know, he's, he's no longer an artist, you know, he's a father, you know what I mean? I mean, he's always going to be an artist, but right, right. Um, right now he's a businessman, father, uh, above all, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, amazing dad, amazing husband, but he was the one that I would say believed in me and he actually bought, purchased my first DSLR camera and I did a deal with him and we knocked out some videos and stuff. And, um, oh, so he was an artist and he basically got you the camera and said, well, listen, you shoot my videos and. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what, man, you know, I need my DSLR. And because that was the wave, like, yo, you got to get DSLR. That was about a year later after I started. So I was 2010. Mm-hmm. And then summer 2010 comes when unemployment runs out. I stacked up just enough to kind of like, all right, a little cushion, pay some bills, buy a little better equipment. Obviously, not what I have amassed now, right. but, you know, definitely enough to get by and and then I just started going to work, man. Like that was it, you know. Um, so after I wasn't that, really did you get another job, or were you just straight all off of camera work? Everything else has been. I have not worked another job since. Wow. Yeah, I had like since January. Well, January two thousand nine, I lost my job. I started the video thing October two thousand nine. So since October two thousand nine until June, right now twenty twenty one, this is all I've done. That's amazing. And that's, so would you say, would you say at the time when you started that, would you consider that having no money? Cause a lot of people feel like since they don't have enough, maybe oh man, a camera's like $3,000, good camera's $3,000. What am I going to do? Then I got to buy the lens. Like, what would you say to someone that's in a financial situation where, where they can't make it, they can't purchase it, but they have this dream and they do have an eye. They could take great phone cameras, right? phone pictures. See, here's the thing, man. I, I honestly believe that when there's a will, is a way. So you got to reevaluate and you got to audit your life. So when I hear the excuse, oh, I don't have it, or I don't have this, or, I don't have that, I was like, well, take a look at your expenses. Take, take really a good look at your expenses. Oh. Like sit down and realize like, all right, what is it that I can cut out? What is it that I really don't need? I mean, we're, you know, let's keep it real. You Money's know, going somewhere. Exit. Yeah, the money going somewhere. So let's see. You're buying how many J's every year? You don't need that many right. J's. There's only two feet on your feet. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, you know, you 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 have uh, you know clothing. Do you really need that much clothes? Um, you know, I, we could go. You know, some people got a weed habit. You know what I mean? Do you really need to smoke that much weed? Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, I could go on. Do you want to pop bottles every weekend? Right. I, you know, I, I hear the excuses. I hear the excuses. You know, this is not just only from. You know, from directors or, you know, upcoming videographers, I hear those excuses that I don't have the money. Right. But I also hear that from artists. Hey, I don't have the money to market myself. But, yo, bro, I just saw you buy a pair of sneakers last week. They were like $300 or whatever. Yep. You could have used that $300 and got yourself like, you know, 40, 50,000 views on YouTube. 
You understand what I'm saying? You yeah. could have got yourself a hundred thousand Spotify streams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could have done this. You could have done that. So I, I'm just not a, one with excuses. Yep. Like I'm, I'm not that, that that topic really hits home to me. I hate that topic because I get aggravated when I see people that they say I don't got it. No, or they can't. don't. No, yeah. Oh, they can't. No, you can't. No, it's the same type of people that I hear when they say, "Oh, um, I can't do this because of my kids." Mm. No, you're supposed to do it because you have kids. I'm glad you brought that up. Because You're supposed to do it. A lot of people get comfortable with that because it's a it's a great excuse. But it's a great excuse if you use it the right way, AC. Yeah, I know. I'm saying it's I Listen, would I wouldn't you, use the excuse. You're using it. You're using it the right way. You're saying, hey, I'm gonna build something so my children exactly. will be good. Yeah. See, when you use the excuse as your kids saying, I can't do something because of my kids, that means you are basically saying, I'm going to fail for my children. Mm. Wow. And I hate that, yo. I'll be arguing that. Be wow. point, yo, I have so many people that I grew up with personally, me, that mm. I grew up with, that, you know, they'll have conversations. How did you do it? How did you do it? You know, you got kids. Is that First of all, I have a supportive wife. That helps. First That's and always. That's you know what I mean? The one. So. First and foremost, I got that. So good. I have, I mean, I'm blessed to have that. Not everybody has that. But even so, like, I use my kids and my family as fuel because we got to break the chain and we got to break the cycle. You know, I, I, I have done things that I probably, as a child, me personally, as a kid, as a, as a child and as a teenager, that I only dreamed of. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I never thought I'd be traveling around this planet. You know, doing what I doing what I love, seeing things that from where I'm from, you know, I'm I'm originally from the Bronx and obviously from Allentown. Yep. You know, you get closed minded. You get that that uh, that the four walls, you know, because you feel it's just four walls around you and you don't yep. see nothing else. And man, the world is first of all, the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Fuck what you heard. People will tell you all this bullshit. Oh, the world is fucked up. No, it's not. Okay, like. The world is how you look at it. I view the world as a beautiful place, you know, because that's what I look for. People that, not to cut you off, but people that that say that, I feel like it's because they only see what's given on TV. Me, I haven't traveled the world. I've I only been up and down the East Coast of the United right. States. But, like, people say the world's fucked up because that's all we see on the t- on TV. But if right. you go there, it's like you said, it, it's I'm assuming it's beautiful. Bro, I've been to some places where people are like, yo, I can't believe you went there. I'm like, yeah, man, and I had an amazing time. And the people <laughs> treated me like the, the love that I got was 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 phenomenal and mm-hmm. genuine. And and you could feel it, you know, because I embraced their culture. I embraced their, their way of being. Um, right. You know, some of the best places I've ever been to have been some of the poorest places in the world. Mm. Those are the places that I have the fondest memories of. And why? You is it more of the... The people because because once you embrace people's culture, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. What all right, let me put it this way. I mean, there, there was one time I went to uh to Kingston, Jamaica, mm-hmm. and I and I'll never forget it. Like there was this 90-something-year-old lady, and I, I know that this lady, you know, especially where I was at, you know, which was a place called Waterhouse. Waterhouse is any Jamaican will tell you, you was at Waterhouse, they look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> um, but they're like, wow, you really stomped through those grounds. That takes a lot of like guts because that's straight like gangster area. Okay. And and it's very poor. 
And this 90 year old lady, I remember she offered me food and she, and she gave me a beautiful, and she, you know, she gave me rice, peas, chicken, whatever. Um, and it was the best tasting shit in the world. She didn't ask for money. It wasn't about money. It was about, she just wanted me to, to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Exactly. And I know that that plate that she made came from a real place of love. Like the food was made with love. The food was made with love. And when the way she gave it to me with that beautiful smile on her face Mm. and that genuine warm heart, and then, you know, the hug that I gave her and I embraced her with afterwards, Mm. you know, you, you can't buy that kind of thing. And it's because again, I embraced their culture. I embraced them. I didn't look down on them. I I loved them. You know what I mean? You know, I was walking around by myself. People were like, Oh, you really bold for doing this. I'm like, no, like I, if you, if you really show the kind, hard person that you are, if you really show the goodness in your heart, man, that, that resonates. And people start letting their guard down. They'll be like, you know what? Nah, that's a good person. Mm. And then, you know, you bring out the good in people. You really do, man. Mm. I've been to the richest places in the world. And some of those people are the ugliest people in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They all snobby and all that. I'm like, yo, get me out of here, man. Take right. me to where I need to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that just goes to saying like, uh, like you get what you give, like you, you give that out, that energy and you get it back. But yeah. no certain, like you said, rich places where they're just like, they don't even give a fuck what you're giving them. They just get out of it. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's whack. You know what I mean? So um, really again, you know, it's the energy of the universe. I keep talking about, mm-hmm. I know that's so cliche to say, man, but I really, really wholeheartedly believe in that. Yep. Wholeheartedly. It's because you know? that's the best way to explain it because it's a it's more of a feeling. So it's like you can't really express the feeling, but it is it sucks we can't have the perfect word for it because I circle back to that a lot through my podcast and everything and, and life is is how how much energy is important and how much the universe works in your life if you let it. And it's like, yeah, it sounds cliche, but that's what it is. Like that's exactly what it is. And a lot of people don't understand that. No, and the people that don't tend to, um, you know, say, oh, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Nah, you can't do that. I heard a lot of that. Yep. Man, when I first started this thing, bro, I, ha- I had to cut a lot of people off, even if it was just temporary. Right. I didn't cut them out permanently, but I cut them out temporarily because those are people that were just going to distract the journey. Yep. So I'm like, I can't be distracted right now. They'll they'll catch up eventually, and a lot of them did. Mm-hmm. And I'm not one of those people that be like, "Oh, you weren't there from the beginning." Oh, you know what? Well, fuck you. He <laughs> right. wasn't there from the beginning. I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I understand, and you didn't get it, and you didn't get it because you were you you were scared for me. Mm-hmm. You were scared for yourself because you're you're afraid to try something, right. but you was also scared for me. Because hope, you know, you know, because they genuinely deep down care about you. Right. They just they just express it in the wrong way. They don't see so it. They, they don't see right. it. See it. Right. So I had to have super tunnel vision when I started this and um and surround myself with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. And 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 I mean, here we are, man. You know what I mean? Like, like again, I still sometimes be bugging out, like, wow this is real. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's, and this, and this, uh, career path started in Allentown. That's right. Allentown, so Pennsylvania. The most, of people, 
Right. <laughs> and most of your most of your videos all started there in that Allentown Bethlehem mm-hmm. area. What was what was your 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 growth from it? Like what it what were you like, okay, I, I grew out of this? Like what what part of your what part of your career was like, I grew out of this and I gotta go? You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I started noticing I started getting opportunities outside of Allentown. Mm-hmm. Um, and Allentown, meaning Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, Reading, you know, mm-hmm. the whole, that, that particular area. Yep. I started getting way more work in 2012. People started realizing like who I was outside of that area. It took mm-hmm. a couple trips to Puerto Rico where, you know, the artists over there were like, Hey man, we like your style. We like it. It's not like how they do it over here. Right. They wanted something a little bit more Americanized. They wanted something a little, the eye to be a little bit different than what they had over there. So, you know, you know, they, they used to be like, yo, go get the guy with the American flow. I'm like, okay. So that was me. <laughs> um, you know, and then uh, I, I got close with, with De La Ghetto. Uh, I, I actually, I knew De La, you know, I don't know if anybody's Spanish out there that listens, but then I get this, you know, he's a big artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I got cool with him in 2008 before the video thing. And so he was kind of like my leeway into mm-hmm. the Spanish market. Not that I purposely, you know, so I'm attached myself to him. It was an organic thing. We just have an or- yeah, it was an organic friendship. I know, you know, I, I don't ask for favors. People just tend to just like, yo, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. You know? And Whatever, back you know, to energy. I, yeah, yeah. You know, if it feels right, I'll do it. If it doesn't, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. So um, then uh, Yango Flow was another one that gave me, I would say, the first big opportunity. And what I liked about it is that it ended up being in Allentown, Pennsylvania mm. in 2012, where that video was shot. And it caught like 30 something million views or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I would say after that is where the opportunities started coming much more. Now, was that your first uh, Spanish, like when you first started getting into Spanish videos? Or Because I noticed you had a transition of you just started mainly doing Spanish reggaeton videos. Bro, reason for I, would love, I, would, I, would, I would love to do English. <laughs> I would love to do it, but they don't hit me up. <laughs> they just don't. Bro, I don't know what it is, and I speak English. It's not uh-huh. like I like I do a little bit of Spanglish on my on my social media, but uh-huh. the truth of the matter is, is like my love is in the English market. Uh-huh. Um, and and to be honest with you, my love is in the the reggae market. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I love reggae, I love dancehall, but uh-huh. it's just I, I again I don't argue with the universe. The universe says, "Hey, this is where you're going to be at." I. That's where you want me. And and to be honest with you, that's where I've seen like all of my, you know, like my greatest successes. You know what I mean? You know, like, uh, you know, seeing, you know, at this point is billions and billions and billions of views, you know, forget millions. We're we're way past five billion now, you know, Um, which is kind of crazy because I start thinking about it like, yo, all right, so. Five billion people have seen something I've done. There's like seven point something billion people on this planet. I'm like, yo, that's crazy. It's almost everybody. <laughs> I'm like, yo, it's like, I'm like, there's a lot of repeats, I guess, but but it's still kind of weird. It's still kind of weird. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't realize because 
social media, man, it really makes the world smaller. Mm. So I didn't realize how much of an impact I was having on people. Obviously, you know, back home, you know, people hit me up, yo, you're doing great, you know, mm -hmm. giving me the fuel and all that and showing me love. And of course, I live now in the, you know, Orlando area and St. Cloud and same thing, people show me love. But when you travel to a completely different country and you're eating in the restaurant in the lobby and you got a bunch of teenagers banging on the window saying your name. Wow. I'm like, that's where I was like, huh? <laughs> and so I, you know what I mean? This is back in, this is in Ecuador. And I go outside and the security guard didn't want to let him in the hotel. They were like, Jack, 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 Jack. And I'm like, you do realize I'm just a video guy, right? And they were, they were, I'm not the rapper. <laughs> yo, they're pulling out their phones. They're showing me wow. all the videos I've done. So, you know, these are what we call super fans, you know? Mm -hmm. Back in my day, you know, when we used to go buy CDs and tapes at the record stores, the first thing that we always used to do is like, I used to open up the credits and I used to see who produced it because that's how much engulfed I was in the culture. Right. That I would go see the credits and I would go see who produced it. I would even go as far as like, yo, what studio they used. Right. You know? <laughs> like, like, that's and crazy. so nowadays it's the same thing. It's just that they're just seeing the name on the video. They're right. following you on the Instagram. As soon as I do a video with like a big artist, I, I know, or we drop it, like we're dropping one this uh, Friday, it's like seven artists. Okay. But I already see the influx of hits that I'm getting on my Instagram because people be like, that those artists will tag me. Oh, and then, okay. you know, so they're watching. So the kids watch everything. They right. know who, they know the DJ, they know the producer. They know the sound engineer who's traveling <laughs> with them. It's like, a lot easier. Now. And now you can like with social media, like they can see your life, like, like up your yeah, down your time, not like your yeah, everyday yeah. life, but they get to see what you're doing. Like today I post a video about me talking about lighting. You know what I'm saying? They get to see that. Like they didn't get to see that yeah. before you weren't that close to people. Right. And uh, yeah. So it's made social media there's two ways to use it. There's an ugly way of using it that a lot of people, unfortunately, do use it in the ugly way. I'm choosing to use it in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. um, I personally think it's the right way. I do not like negative shit on my feed. If people start posting negative shit on my feed, then I just completely take them out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, I was never a fan of like world star hip hop. Mm -hmm. uh, never was. I'm never a fan of those scandal type uh, websites, you know, like the TMZs and the shade room. You ever heard of the shade room? I've heard of it, but you know, again, if it falls into the category that I'm talking about, <laughs> then I will, then I will not uh, entertain it or give it a hit. Right. Um, even in the Spanish market, there's a few of them that, you know, I've sniffed because it's like, I see that they're just promoting the negative shit, right. you know? Yep. And they're getting the hits off the negative shit. And I'd rather get less hits off my positive shit than get a million and, and two million and three million hits right. off a negative nonsense. Because I could easily be a gossip 
podcast if I want to because I'm in the game. So I can tell right. you, oh, this person did this, this person did that, this person, you know what I'm saying? You know, but then I just be like to catch the six nines, just be snitching on everybody, right. you know what I'm saying? Which is whack too, you know? And that'll, so, that'll hurt your brand too. Cause then a lot of people are, oh, I can't. Yeah, no, I, that's not the type of stuff I want to do, you know? And I, I see a lot of corny influences. I'm sorry. A lot out I there. Corny influences that they're getting famous off being as super corny as possible. People be like, oh, yo, why are you ragging on people? Yo, man, because our job as a human being is to make the world a better place. And you're not making the world a better place by selling garbage. Yep. And what I mean by selling garbage is by, you know, feeding people a bunch of nonsense that's making them, you know, just think that the world is horrible. Right. And it's whack to me. So to all you people out there, all those freaking fake ass, you know, Instagrammers and all that doing stupid ass shit. You know, if I see one more person, you know, wearing a freaking dress, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trying to be funny. You know what I mean? And like, you know, you're taking away the masculinity of people. You know what I'm saying? Like leave the dresses for the 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 transvestites that really live that life that are really right. you know trying to make a difference for that culture right you know what i mean instead of having people you know what i'm saying it. yeah instead of people laughing at it you know what i mean mm -hmm. yo there's people out there that really uh have to live that life and, and you're making it a whole lot harder for those people you right. know what i'm saying harder so, for people to take man. them serious when people are doing stuff like that yeah man so I do, man. You start. You opened up a can of worms, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's so. Then, so then we have you're working through eleven years. You're at twenty twenty, eleven years in, and and then COVID happened. Is this is the biggest change in the world for you since your career? And how did it affect anything? If it did affect anything, well, um, I tell you, like when COVID hit, it was like. Uh, I didn't get scared. First and foremost, I'm going to say that right now. Yeah. I didn't get scared and I didn't get worried because I do realize that those two things, that doesn't solve any problems anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're a solution-based type of people. I surround myself around solution-based, you yeah. know? So, you know, if you sit around worrying like, oh my God, you know, it's, it's you, you're going to freak out and then that's it. Right. So I did the responsible thing, you know, me and me and Carlos, you know, my business partner, we talked about it. We're like, okay, so... We're going to shut down for two months. So we shut down. I remember I went to Colorado State University for a speaking engagement, came back, had one more video. And then after that, sh shut it down uh, for two for two months. Exactly. Right. March 15 to May 15. Okay. We shut it down completely. And so during those two months, I was just kind of evaluating and saying, you Carlos, we talk about it. Like, so what's our next move? You know, because, you know. What I saw is what's happening, mm. an influx of even more content, of even right. more videos, <laughs> yeah. of even more. Right. Like, yep. so, so God, what he did was he was just preparing me those two months mentally to be like, get ready because you were about to get a tsunami, mm. you know what I mean, of work. And them stimmies was coming in too. Well, I mean, I, I, I unfortunately didn't, you know. Well, no, for, I'm saying for the client, 
The, yeah, for them to pay yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, most of my clientele, like ninety-five percent of my clientele, is, is artists that are already signed or on. True. Or, yeah, that's so they're not they're, they're, they're not getting they're not getting stimulus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, um, <laughs> if I do take uh, and I do take up and coming artists, I don't say I don't mm. because I do, um, but I like to take them that they have a real game plan and a real like idea of how this really works you know um yeah i don't just snatch money from them and be like all right i'm gonna give you money i don't care take your video get the hell out of here (laughs) i'm not that guy i I, you know and thank god that i've i was able to get to that point where i could say listen you know yes i could take your money but i don't feel comfortable taking your money Mm. because i want you to have money to expand your career so uh, you know they, they'll you know I, all the time i get calls hey um how much for a video and you know they'll send me a song and the song's great right the song's fantastic and i'm like all right papa so what are we gonna do here like well listen you know i got like you know i'm just throwing a number i got ten thousand. i said okay what do you have after like what do you mean i'm like marketing what's the plan what are you doing you know like do you realize how much it costs to do this, this, and that? And when some some of them, they didn't even realize. They thought it was just put the video up on YouTube and, and have a nice day. <laughs> and I'm like, nah. Yep. So honestly, I just tell them, like, look, I tell you what, you have two options. And this is what I do again with up and coming. I'll say, I'll, I'll, lower, I'll lower mine so you'll have left over. Mm. So that way you can try to have a return on your investment or at least see that you're going to have and build a fan base off okay. it, you know. Um, most dope. people don't do that, but I do. Mm-hmm. Do I get a lot of shit for it? Yes, I do. <laughs> people will be like, "Yo, you messing up the game." Right. Like, okay, well, <laughs> but well, I'm telling you right now, I'm living proof. I got the most repeat customers. Mm-hmm. I got repeat customers. Mm-hmm. They keep coming back. Why? Because I don't count people's pockets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not counting their pockets. Oh, that guy got mad bread. Yo, nah. Uh-uh. What's your plan of attack? Right. What's your plan of attack? How are you going to get your music heard? How are you going to get it marketed? There's right. so many times where I just, yo, do this. Um, listen, go to this company for your Spotify. Go to this company for your YouTube. Yeah. Um, or well, I'll show them myself. Be like, yo, do it like this. You know what I mean? Right. Like, exactly. And that's, um, and that's why I tell people, too, with videos and anything, like, like you said, I always tell people, if you're going to go and get a video, make sure you can buy two videos because the other half is going straight to marketing. Like you said. Look, right now, here, here's my advice. Have 12 joints ready. Now, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean 12 videos. Mm-hmm. But out of those 12 joints, make sure six are videos. Mm-hmm. And the other six is like the in-between song. So like you drop a video next month drop a song drop a video next month you have a whole year's worth of music that you're putting out but you have to promote every single one so the numbers are looking healthy and you're actually consistently growing right you drop a video let's say today june 7th you know and you don't drop another one to December 7th. You did absolutely nothing. <laughs> yep. You basically started from zero. No, you need to have something followed up ready and ready after that and ready after that and ready after that and ready after that. If you don't have those, you know, 
you know, ducks in a row, then you're wasting your time. So I'm you- listen, mm-hmm. we're working on a project. We have a project that we're, we've been working on for the last year mm. with big art with big artists. I'm DJ right. Callen in the game, basically, you know. Oh, okay. And yeah, yeah, we have. So what we're doing is is like we're collecting all the songs. You know, we're getting all the paperwork right, so the masters, you know, and everything are ours. Yep. We're doing all the videos, and guess what? Now we go to a label. We're like, here you go. Mm. <laughs> we have everything ready for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so they're looking at like, God, these guys did all the work for us. Great. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that's it, you know? Mm -hmm. So having everything ready as opposed to not have everything ready. So then when you say, when you say doing um, like a video and then a song and then a video, how important is our albums these days for upcoming artists? Do you think they should more so focus on singles and videos doing it that way? It's it's a single based uh, market right now. There's no reason for artists to be dropping albums right now. Mm. Not right now. There's no need to. Um, you know, for for new for new artists. Right now, once you're established and you're you know you obviously okay, you know, super insane popping, you know, right. bad bunny status. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, um, then yeah, go ahead. You know, drop the mm. drop the albums. You know, but there's no point in and doing that. And if at the end of the year you want to p- collectively put it together and say, hey, it's an album now. Well, guess what? Those Spotify streams that you caught actually count. Who yep. knows? You might end up with a plaque location. Right. <laughs> put them all together. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's yeah. how artists do it sometimes, man. They'll drop singles all year and then they put it all together as an album. Guess what? The album's automatically gold already. Right. Exactly. Because that one record yeah. was gold. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's a trick, you know, but it's just, you know, you're think about what you're competing against as an artist. Think right. about it. You're competing against other artists, of course, mm-hmm. you know, for, and you're not competing for, as again, like other artists, you're competing for the attention of people. Exactly. Yep. The attention I span is getting small. Yeah. It's getting smaller and smaller. Have you noticed a little trend going on? Tell me I'm bugging. One hook, one verse, one hook song done. It's crazy you say that. My man just sent me a song and had um, a, a hook, verse, hook, verse, hook. And I was like, brush is too long. They ain't going to, you got to take that verse out and just leave it. One verse, two hooks, boom, done. And the reason why that, it, that that trend is catching on is because it's leaving people to repeat the stream on Spotify. Exactly. So it's causing repeat streams. It's like a hack. Yep. It's like, so it's like, yo, that hook is so dope. I want to hear it again. Bah, turn it back yep. around. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. It's like when DJs in the club, you know, it's used to spin it back, spinning it back yep. for a reason because they just want to hear that part. Yep. So that's what they're doing, you know? And uh, I think it's brilliant, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think it's genius. Space, in the streaming space, it's, it's so important to have a good playback feature. If it's too long, they're like, yeah. okay, I heard it already. Like, I'm not, I don't want to listen to that whole thing again. Yeah. Yeah, not until you get established. And again, Perfect. what better time is it for an independent artist? You don't even got to work as hard in the studio. You mean all I got to do is a, I could do a hook in a fucking verse right <laughs> now for you in front of you, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, like, all right, let's get it done. You know what I mean? Like Nowadays, like, more it's more so the person um, than the product. Like people will, will listen to the song because of the person, not because of the song. 
Right. Nap comes yeah. with Instagram and just people wanting to be that person yeah. they see looking good on the internet. Yeah, but we need to find a balance where the music is good right. and the person is good. Right. You know? Exactly. Um, not you know, not to use Takashi as an example, you know what I mean? But I mean <laughs> shit, man. Like, I mean, he's just he's such a yeah, well, you know, he knows how to get attention, I'll tell you that. Yeah, he knows how to get attention, you know what I mean? But his music has always been horrendous, <laughs> right. horrendous music, uh-huh. you know, and, and he's one of those that definitely is just destroying our youth. Right. And the game, Period. kind of fucking up the game, too. But, you know, that's not. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man. Yeah. That's no, it. That's, that's the- so you did. So I did notice um, you have a uh, videography photography studio. Do you have a. Is that your studio that you guys have in there with a bunch of different rooms and lights? And Yeah, yes. Uh, we, uh, coincidentally, during the pandemic, that was part of the reassess, you know, reassessing everything. And um, we, uh, you know, we weren't really looking, but we were looking. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there was something that was always in the back of the head. Um, and so we actually tried partnering up with different studios and, you know, it wouldn't work out. And not because people were bad or anything like that. Um, it's just that our vision is our vision. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. know, and that's just the way it is. And so sometimes visions clash. That doesn't mean that they're bad. It's just, you know, okay, that's okay. You know, it doesn't work out. Hey, I love you. You know what I mean? And exactly. That's okay. You know, but uh, it was June last year and we were doing a bunch of videos and we realized that yo, we just spent $8,000 on location fees because that's what we do. You know, we'll, 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 and out we'll put it in the budget and we'll rent out the space. So it was like, I don't, collectively, it was like eight grand that we were wow. spending just on location fees. And then you were tired because we got to break down the sets and, you know, set up. All that takes Your own time. equipment and lighting and you got to set all that up and take it back. Right. So, mm. and, and then the customer service wasn't actually the friendliest either. Mm. Um, I used to always say that. I'm like, yo, why? Like, you have a studio, you just throw us in there and not give a shit about us, you know? So <laughs> I used to get angry about that shit. So, so July comes and, um, you know, my business partner was actually looking for a warehouse for his wife, for mm. her business, okay. but it was a little bit too big. And so he FaceTimes me and he's like, check this place out. And I looked at it on FaceTime. I'm like, where's that at? He's like, dude, it is literally two minutes away from where you're building your house right now. Cause I, <laughs> cause I, cause I build a new house yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, no way. I'm like, I'll be right there. So mm-hmm. I, I drove, I drove down here. I walked in, I looked at it. It was just, it was brand new. We, we, were, we were the first ones to walk in there Wow. and, and it was like, I just saw it and I'm like, me and me and Carlos looked at each other and about an hour later, we were like, all right, call them up. We'll take it. And then we had it up and then we did our first music video, August 15 there with actually Jay Wheeler, which is a gigantic Spanish artist right now. So he was our first music video there. And then after that, that night, uh, Sesh, who's another big gigantic artist, Mm -hmm. showed up out of nowhere just to be there <laughs> and then and then and then the then the place got flooded with just a bunch of people influential people uh-huh. 
and you know DJ Nelson and everything, and then the gram started going crazy. Oh my God, where's this? And they started tagging the studio, Secret Art Studio, Secret Art Studio, Secret Art Studio. The best grand opening ever. <laughs> and that's <laughs> not really in the grand. Media. Yeah. 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 We didn't even, and it wasn't planned. It was right. just like, we're here working. That's it. That's crazy. So, yeah, we haven't had to spend that one single dollar on ads for that place. Everything has been word of mouth. And that's honestly, that kind of inspired me as well, seeing that, because that's something that I'm not going to get in too much details of it, but that's something that in that space that I aspire uh-huh. like doing. So seeing that and knowing, you know what I'm saying? You got family that I'm really close with and just seeing someone that comes from not obviously not from Allentown, but you're from that space and just seeing that being possible inspired me as well. So. I love, I love I mean, that. No, I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from Allentown, bro. Like I was born in the Bronx, but I tell people I'm from Okay, Allentown. good. <laughs> okay, good. I, yeah, don't get, don't get it twisted. I was born in the Bronx, but if you, if people tell me who made me, it was Allentown. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I'm very clear about that because um, Allentown made me a man. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I was married there. I, I, I had my family there, you know, my first child there, well, both of them, you know. Mm. Um, and then of course, tons of friends, right? And yeah, so no, Allentown definitely made me who I am. So I owe a lot to Allentown, yeah. Shout out to Allentown, man. You know, I have a graffiti piece, I have a graffiti piece in the studio, Mm -hmm. and it's a big fist, and I have a whole bunch of positive quotes Mm. within the fist. And the guy that did it was heck. And he used to own the not own but manage the sneaker villa in Bethlehem. Mm, and okay. he's he's the one that spray painted it. He was the graffiti artist. Wow. And so I had him do it. And then I had in there embedded, it still says 610. Mm, that's fire. Even though I'm still in Orlando, you know, I I I, re- I recognize where I'm from. That's dope because a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, get to a certain level and don't you? I know a couple athletes, football players, basketball players in the NBA, NFL. They don't. They rep. You know, what I'm saying where they were born for only lived for two years of their life, and then they, the Allentown raised them, and they just claim in that city and say, "Bro, you ain't even from there." Like, and that's why I respect that you keep that six one zero strong mm-hmm. with you, because I want people, especially um, the, the the young people um, that there is a way out like you know here i am you know i'm gonna tell my age right now but you know mm-hmm. i'm about to be 46 years old i started in this music business relatively late i started at 34. Mm-hmm. so starting a starting in the music business at 34 usually you don't see any type of success right you know? at least that's what the cliche is that's you know fair. um and i broke the mold mm-hmm. i broke it I tore it down. I said, nope, you can be. You can be successful. You can make something of yourself. You 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 can see and be and and see some beautiful things around this world, but you have to really believe and just the only thing that I can say negative, and I don't like talking negative about Allentown, mm-hmm. but the, you know, because it's a beautiful community as far as like when they come together, they do come together. Right. But when they're apart, they're apart. Does that yeah. make any sense to you? I'm from there and I've been there my whole life. And I it makes perfect sense on how you you 
like that's because it's like people will cut people will, won't even know they beefing that's how it gets like you don't even know you beefing it's yeah. like you just don't like what yeah. he's doing because he don't like what he's doing and it just is yeah. all funnels down into that negativity right. yeah and so that's that's what needs to happen like just if people was to realize like yo I'll use uh, right now. I'm gonna use LG years as an example. I like that kid, okay. you know. Um, so I'm gonna use LG years as an example. If people were to champion that kid, yep. be like, ah, right, you know what? He's gonna be the one that's gonna put Allentown in a certain map. There was another artist that I saw, but I don't see him repping Allentown at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? He like that. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like he mm-hmm. just doesn't. LG, on the other hand, I do see that he'd be repping that 610 heavy. So, mm-hmm. you know, because he's doing that, I feel like the community should wrap himself around him and like, yo, let's make him the 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 star, you know, mm-hmm. for now. You know what I mean? And he's gonna be able to open the doors for other people. Not meaning that he is responsible for opening the doors. Please understand this what I'm right. about to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's not physically responsible for it mm-hmm. but the world is gonna see Allen town and when now mm-hmm. the name Allen town mm-hmm. or 610 Bethlehem Easton whatever mm-hmm. you know the whole 610 area they're gonna know okay there's a guy that came from here there must be more right exactly there He'll- must be more mm-hmm. yeah so um that's the problem. You know, people want to be, oh, they'll cut throat to be number one instead of saying, you know what, I'm not going to cut throat to be number one. I'm a champion this dude because right. somebody got to be number one first. And, and he, so if it takes him to do it, put your ego to the side, put your pride to the side yep. and do it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people do, and I feel like it is getting to that point, but I feel like a lot of people only do it because they feel like they have to. I feel like when you do things out of a pure, you know what I'm saying, you're purely doing it out of your heart. Like, I'm going to support this guy. See what's going on. I'm going to take him to the next level in my eye. Whatever I can do to take you to the next level, I'm going to do that. But a lot of people are doing it only because they see other people doing it. I feel like it feels more pure things, like people seeing like, yo, this kid got it, and let's put her all into this. Then I feel like it would I feel like it would have it would have been happening, but it's it's happening. It's happening right now. And I see yeah. that, that it's going to open really soon because every video. I, mean, I, 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 I see I see numbers that I, I, you know, wasn't used to seeing. And that's, you know, that's because people are, you know, following the marketing formulas. Like, yeah. I'm going to spend a little money on Mars. So people are learning mm-hmm. and people are listening. So that's good. Um there's a kid out in North Carolina. I don't know if you heard of him. His name is Moray. Have you heard of the artist named Moray yet? I love Moray. Uh, uh, yo, he's dope. Yep. What, why did he blow up? The community championed that kid. Yep. Mm-hmm. His town in, was it, Fayetteville? Yep. Fayetteville, North Carolina championed him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here we go. Yep. You know what I mean? He's the one now. You know what I'm saying? We need another one. Here he is. You know? Exactly. So, um, Allentown, man, Bethlehem, Easton, Reading, you know, Northeast PA, whatever. Somebody got to be the one. So if you see somebody getting a little bit more love than you are, don't, don't, don't 
hate on it to actually be like yo let me push him let me what can i do to help your cause they gotta understand that that's good like the thing is that it's good that somebody's getting attention it could be anybody it could be a little dweeb on the corner of fucking whatever street you know what i'm saying as yeah. long as that person out of our town is getting the attention that means we're all getting the attention the town is yeah. getting attention yeah yeah man another kid that i enjoy um, he's not a kid, you know what I mean? He's a grown man, you know what I mean? But, you know, everybody's a kid in my, um, it's uh, Suave, you know what I mean? Oh. Suave is, mm-hmm. and I'm a fan of that kid. Um, and, and he did things that are, he was the first, I think, to break a million on YouTube. Yeah. Um, when he did that joint with, uh, Breezy. Yeah. Um, so, and I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, I could be wrong, but I believe he was the first one to be on the BET jams. TV thing or whatever. From what I know, I think he was too. So, but you know, and people be like, "Oh, he paid for that, right?" As you probably should. That's the game. <laughs> like, um, what you think, motherfuckers get on TV for free now? Nah, right. Like, yo, like, y- y- you got to pay for that marketing. Right. You know, he paid for that. No shit, Sherlock. Right. Like, he got to pay for it. Congratulations. He he put his money where his mouth was. And you know, that's, that's what people supposed to do. And it's so terrible that people think that way. People think that just because you're paying, like even when people get millions of you to oh, we pay for ads. That's what these labels are doing. That's what everybody is doing. Like, why, Yo, why would you not pay for other people to see you? It's not like you're paying for fake bots. That's real people seeing your video. Son, you drink Coke? I only drink water. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay, but you, <laughs> the, for the sake yes, of this argument, you, yes, I drink Coke. You, you, you drank Coke, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, you drank a Budweiser? Yes. In your life? Okay. Guess what? The Super Bowl. People paid the retarded amount of monies. Pepsi, Coors Light, whatever. They paid to get what? Advertisement. Even yeah. though everybody in the fucking world knows who the hell they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Why in God's green earth are you paying advertising money for beer that people right. drink anyway during the Super Bowl? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why are you paying for it? The shit, they don't, you don't need to pay for ads anymore. Right. But they still do it. But that's why they're still relevant. Yeah. So, you know, artists, you got to pay for ads. You know what I'm saying? Businesses. Inspiring podcasts, yo, podcasters, yo, you, let's say, you know, YouTubers, YouTubers pay marketing money as well yep. to get their thing going. I'm going to start doing it eventually. Like I said, you know, I'm doing this little thing on Instagram. I see where it's going. I like where it's going. I'm a more fit into the YouTube space and best believe I'm going to go up. Oh, here's a thousand dollars. I'm going to put it on yep. here. Here's a thousand dollars. Put it on here. You know, it's crazy. I try to look up there and this is now I feel like we're just getting into a, I'm getting into a conversation. I got comfortable. So now it's like I've I've gotten to a spot where I was like, I'm going to try to do YouTube ads behind my uh, podcast videos. But it always gets flagged because I'm cursing and I don't want to edit my I don't want to edit my censor my content. So what do we you have to you say to artists and, and people in that space? You have to censor, man, unfortunately, bro. <laughs> like, look, look, I, I have trouble editing videos now. These big artists, you know. I'll do the video. This is, I'll give you an example. The video that's coming out this Friday. Mm-hmm. The song is literally called in Spanish without clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I had to, number one, make the cleanest video possible talking about without clothes, you know, sin ropa, right. you know? <laughs> um, 
And you got seven gigantic artists on it. You know what I mean? Like seven multi-platinum retarded artists. That's crazy. Seven. And yeah, it's, it's <laughs> insane. And so, um, but the funny thing is, is that I had to clean up the video as much as possible so it wouldn't get flagged because even seven big artists on it, they're still putting marketing money on it. Right. Exactly. And it's still, and so if I don't do it, it will get flagged. Yep. So I have to be mindful. Everything that I do now, why you think it's not a coincidence that Anuel's and uh, all the other artists are making way cleaner music. You know what I mean? Right. They're making way cleaner music Bad. videos and stuff because you have to do it. Like you have to, you know, not get flagged for the ads, man. And I tell all my people so, now, everybody that does music, I always tell them make sure. Regardless, you leave that session, you make sure the engineer knows that you need a clean version and an explicit version, like regardless. Yeah. Now, by the way, cursing does, it won't get flagged. What it is, is, is that you just not going to be uh, monetized for certain ads. You still okay. will be monetized for some ads. So yes, you, for, for explicit language, you still can do ads. Yes, really? you can. Yes, you can, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do it. You literally can research it. You know, I'm actually, I think I screenshot, I'm on the phone on here, but mm-hmm. I screenshotted it, you know, an adult language is allowed. Now, once you start talking about, um, not talking, but showing sexually explicit content, mm-hmm. that's when they really go not chill. But, you know, so mm-hmm. like, obviously, yeah, so, so, so like, you, you're, you're going to be this, they're just gonna like not put your ad on you won't have like a my first you know fisher price toy commercial right. coming up on your on your video <laughs> the video you know right. like you know but you know but you oh, might get man. something else you know what i'm saying you know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so but yeah so you can do it yeah you can so i did want to ask you and you don't have to go into this if you don't want to um i remember we had a conversation and if if you want, I can edit this part out too. But we had a conversation yeah. one time. I had um, I was I went to your house and did a, a video shoot when I was living in Florida, and um, you expressed to me about um some mental health um things that you deal with that I feel like I'm I deal with myself. Now, oh shit! Oh, I no, I'm here. I'm uh, here. So. Now, is that something because it's something it's something I feel like is important for people to know that you reach a certain success and you you still deal with real life things. So now is that something that now tell me, is that something you want to comfortable talking about? And then we can move forward. (laughs) I've I've, I've moved. I've uh, I I talk about this publicly and I think it's it's healthy to talk about it because there's people that um, need to hear it. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I've been suffering from you know, anxiety, panic, and depression since 1999. Mm. Um, you know, there's bouts that I've had since then, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, I, you know, it's funny, I had a panic attack today, you know what I mean? Wow. Like, um, that's part of the reason why I have animals. I got dogs, you know what I mean? Because mm. they keep me calm. But um, it's, it's, it's something that I've learned to deal with, and I just didn't let it defeat me. At one point, it almost did. At one point, it almost did back when I first started getting it because I didn't understand it. Right. But once I started understanding how to deal with it, once I started understanding on how to how to how to cope with it 
and also find find people that understand right mm-hmm. what you're going through see here's the thing is that the person that you're closest to may not be the person that understands yeah. and that's okay there's, there's nothing wrong with that that's okay so you know people tend to get frustrated oh they should understand they're the closest to me they don't because they're not, they don't know what's going on in your head. So you got to find people that do understand what you're going through and be a little bit more sympathetic with the things that you're going through mentally. Um, you know, my mental things, it's funny, is I have a hard time relaxing. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing for me to do. I am always on go mode. It is very difficult for me to take a vacation. Like, <laughs> so I, it takes me this is dead serious. If I'm taking a 10 day vacation, about five of those days is me catching panic attacks about taking a vacation. Mm, wow. And then the other five days I get to enjoy. Right. But that's what usually happens with me. It's like, cause my body doesn't know how to shut down. My brain doesn't know how to shut down people that are, are, are in the creative world. Mm-hmm. You know, I noticed that musicians, Anybody, let's just say entertainment period. Right. We, we we definitely suffer more. Mm-hmm. We we suffer a hell of a lot more. Because a lot harder on ourselves. It's a, yeah, because we're a lot harder on ourselves than you know. We're just laying out our vulnerabilities out. You know what I mean? When you know, like at first, you know, I'm putting out videos, and your first thing you think, oh, I wonder what people are gonna think. Yep, exactly. You know, yeah. like man, I hope. Oh, I hope they like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope they love it, and. That, that's telling me that's not a lot of pressure and a lot of stress. And then, and then now, correct too. Yeah. And then now my stress is okay. I'm already held up here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm yeah. already held up to a certain echelon. Yep. And now I got to maintain that. Right. And so thank God I have a team. Thank God, <laughs> you know, I have people around me. But if I was doing this shit by myself, hell mm-hmm. no, man. This thing would suck. Yeah. And you that- know, it's so important, though, to to have a conversation about mental health, because honestly, me, like you said, it's crazy you said that because I never noticed that. And some of my triggers are when I'm tired or when I'm hungry. Things I have to slow down to do is when my anxiety, like my shit is out the roof. Like, I, yeah, yeah so it's I'm at a space where it's now like it was a joke, but now it's serious and I'm I need to take it more serious. And. And yeah, I, ne- I never thought of that though. Like you said, like it happens, like like when you have to slow down, like you don't you don't like slowing down. And now that it makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah, I'm glad that that you answered that. That was dope. Yeah, that's what's up. I'll see, I, you know, I helped you out, <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully other people too. Yeah, because a lot of people just see the final product. Like people be like, "Oh, your your reviews are great." Like for me, your reviews are great, and I'm sure for you, oh, your your videos are great. But they don't even understand the work you put into your videos, and then on top of that, the work that you have to deal with mentally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for real. You know, um, and again, this goes back to, you know, we are willing to do things that most people aren't. Mm. Hmm. You know, this I've sacrificed like so much. Right. I've sacrificed an insane amount right. of my time, of my family's time, you know, being away, you know, financial, you know, scare, you know, because, you know, it, it hasn't always been Gucci. You know right. what I mean? It hasn't always been straight, you know, it hasn't always been like, you know, 
oh, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? You know, riding around in a new truck. Oh, nah. There's right. been times like, hold on. Like, I'm a little bumpy <laughs> here. Yeah. Getting a little bumpy here. <laughs> but that's all right. You know, we get through it. And then this is um, this is my last question here. And I appreciate you sticking with me this long. I know you're a busy man. Um, Not at all. This is my last question here. Um, so you mentioned team because a lot of people think, you know what I'm saying, they can do it themselves or, oh, I know how to do this, so I'm going to do it. Oh, I know how to do this, so I'm going to do it. How important to you is a team in this game? Entertainment. Um, Why? Not I mean, dude, dude, I, I, I've never met an artist do it by himself. Every artist that I've seen uh, attain a level of success is because they have an incredible team behind them. Mm. Same thing with me. I have an amazing business partner. I have an amazing team behind me. Mm. Um, you know, and and I and I say behind me with respect because to be honest with you, they're behind me, in front of me, and the side of me. Right. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of them take leadership roles. That you know, there's been times you'll see a Jack Non film. I wasn't there. Wow. I wasn't there. You know, I'm like, you know what? Um, you're going to direct this one. I'm out because Jack Knot Films is the company. Everybody calls me Jack by default. But to be honest with you, my name is Josh. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's my real name. You know, mm. so Jack Knot Films has morphed into a company, mm. a full blown company. So I no longer have to be at every single thing i can dish out work to other people and be like hey you're responsible for this project i'll take responsibility for this project hey you're gonna be the lead on this project wow. and that's what i wanted so but i had to learn how to trust see the problem is is that when we get attached to something this is our baby oh man not nah, nobody wow. could do it like i can <laughs> and and to be honest with you all you got to do it's just mentor people so they be able to do it the way you do it. Yeah. You know, I go up, listen, I can go to a set. I'll show up late sometimes. Mm. Like meaning like director late, not artist late. I'm talking director, <laughs> late. meaning like, meaning like, Hey, listen, um, I'm going to be running a little late guys. Just have the set ready. Put the camera on standby, have the 50 millimeter lens on 1.2, blah, blah. Like tell them all the specs that I want. Mm -hmm. Hey, you already saw the treatment you know, where the lighting needs to be. And when I get there, everything is set up for me. All I got to do is just literally pick up the camera and I'm go. Wow. Like that's streamlined. Um, like that's they know, <laughs> they they know what I'm going to like before I even get there. Wow. That's an amazing, that's amazing to have. Like people yeah. that were, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you mentor them to your liking or even what they, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm sure... I don't know if I'm sure, but you have people on your team that, you know what I'm saying? You guys go back and forth about things like maybe this will look good. Maybe this will look good. Or is it just you, you write the whole shit out and boom, this is how we're doing it. Well, uh, you know, sometimes we write it together, mm. you know, like we write it together. Um, and, you know, I usually, you know, we have a base idea mm -hmm. of what it is. You know, we have the treatment and then, you know, let, let's say example, my lighting guy, you know what I'm saying? You're like, Hey, you know, Jonathan, Here's what it is. You see how the scene is supposed to go. And he'll go, boop, 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 put the lights, the colors, everything the way I want it. I don't, I, I let, and then, and then if he wants to add his own little sauce or flavor, mm -hmm. go ahead. 
That's uh-huh. your free range. I'm not because he's an artist too. Right. So, you know the light. The lighting guys are artists. You know what I mean. The 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 focus puller is an artist. You know the art director is an artist. You know the director is an artist. The assistant director is an artist. Everybody here is an artist. Right. So you got to be able to pull back and trust. So now, for artists, meaning like artists as in musicians, rappers, you know, singers, you guys got to be able to you know trust you know whoever's producing you, you know, and that they're giving you. And you, you, you know, it's like when Biggie, for example, when Biggie, you know, first started, he's like, I ain't want to come out with Juicy. Right. Like that was the first <laughs> single. He, every, he's like, yo, I hated that record. Mm-hmm. But he trusted Diddy mm-hmm. so much. And he had so much faith in Diddy saying, you know what? I'm going to do what you say because I trust you. Right. And I mean, we all know shit went out, how went out crazy. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean? So at one point, you're going to have to take that leap of faith and trust somebody to be a part of your team and also let them be their team role. Right. You know, and, 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 and trust them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You got to trust your point guard. You got to trust your forward. You got to trust your, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Your coach. You got to trust, you know what I mean? Don't trust the ref, though. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, bro, that's it, man. Oh man, that's good, and that's amazing to to just build a team. And I mean, so y'all right here, we got Jack Nine Films, and started out with a camera, a dusty camera on the floor to have all the. I, I, I still have it. Hold on. Oh shit! Here we go. <laughs> I still got. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Wow, no way. Yeah, I still oh got it, bro. It, 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 was, it was tape. I don't even think this thing ejects anymore. Yeah, it does. Wow. <laughs> that's dope. I actually keep it in the office like a trophy. Right. No, that's fine. To come from that to, to having one of the best quality videos in the game, man, and, and to have billions of streams behind your videos, like, like that's good to see from where we're from. And even people that's not from our town, being from a small town like that, and and just to see where you can go, like you built your own damn house. Like it's it's just like y'all. Uh, we were on a call, and he he gave me an MTV cribs of his crib, and it's beautiful. And it's just like I just want to say, man, like you're doing your thing. I respect what you're doing, man. You're inspiring a lot of people, and we just respect you from the town. Like I'll speak for the whole town, man. We we respect what you're doing, and just keep going leveling up with these with these inspiring videos too like even that man that's that's something yeah. big for us to all see even if you might just feel like you're just doing it but to other people man it's inspiring and big for us so we appreciate no it. that's what's up my bro i appreciate you man god bless your family you know what i'm saying wifey and all the kids and i appreciate you it. know every, everybody downtown i love you all right same to you man and have a good one uh, thank you for joining this is jack nine my name is ac and we are in tune